So we infiltrated the New York City art scene last night. We just inserted ourselves right in there. We did. We were we were we were fancy people staring at okay, amazing photographs. Yeah. Like, like it, it wasn't just bullshit. Like it was cool. Yeah, it was really cool. So you hear a new voice here. This is my friend Katrina. Hello. This is my friend. This is my digital nomad friend. We met on the Nomad Cruise two years ago. Is that yeah, where? The end of 2019, so like two and a half years ago. Crazy. Yeah. We've I know. Two and a half years. Uh huh. And this is only the second time we've seen each other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Hope you're doing well. Good morning to you. It is 9:11 in the morning. We're just getting rolling. Cup of herbal tea. Cup of fancy coffee. Uh, and just chilling. Last night was super fun. Katrina hooked us up. Katrina's got a friend in town, Perry, who is very cool. Her camouflage outfit Jump was suit, was yeah. super cool. Yeah, Perry, like she's just impeccable with like, her. I was like, God, I wish I had more fashion sense. It makes sense though. She's in the scene. I mean, we got there. I'm gonna tell you where we were going, and we'll hear some stories in just a moment. But we got there. And she just knew everyone. It yeah. Was, it was like, like everybody people. at the yeah. party. It was just all her friends. Mm-hmm. And so and yeah. she said that when we were going in, she said, don't even worry about that ticket thing. Like, you're with me. And I was like, ooh. Yeah. And uh, we're going like right into it. Yeah. Like, like we're, not, we're not patrons. Mm-hmm. We're friends. Yeah. No. And this guy was her first boss ever when she moved here. Is like, that what it was? Yeah. Mm-hmm. She was an intern for him like over a decade ago. So they go way back. And... She was definitely, like, one of the jewels of the party. Like, she just she knew was. everyone. Yeah. Yeah, that was handy. And she knew how to bring us around and uh-huh. introduce us, you know? Like, yeah. she did it well. <laughs> yeah. Introduce him to us, then explain who he is to us, so then we actually had something to add to the conversation. Yeah. That's how it should be. Masterful. I'm like, I'm going to remember that. You're right. Yeah. I just totally missed that, but you're right, Wade. I need to take notes on that. Yep, yep. Yeah. She, yeah, she introduced... Yeah, you would think it would be the other way around, like, we're the guests, but really, she's introducing us to the people who she knows, and we were the guests. Yes. And it kind of gave us some, like spot to even step into a conversation with. Right, Wade, which there were several conversations that we stepped into. We stepped in to some, that is the memorable part. We will have to talk about a couple of these conversations. Um, Okay, let's, let's back it up a bit. Let's talk about the loft. Okay, let's, all right, start us off. Get, get, get get us going. So the show was in this guy's loft and it was in like, in uh, Bushwick. Bushwick area, Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was gorgeous. Mm-hmm. High, high, high ceilings. Mm-hmm. Like, ridiculous view. You could see the Empire State Building from his window. Right, and we're all the way in Bushwick, Brooklyn. This is a decent distance away from even the river of Manhattan, and yet he had an unobstructed view of the yeah. Empire State Building. And we were was, only on the second floor. Yeah, oh my God, you're right. Yeah, yeah it was incredible. Just a gorgeous space. Yeah. yeah, and and you go in like once you know some New York City apartments, you know like when you're like in something like oh damn, and so we walked in there and I was like wow that's a big empty square with tall ceilings oh this is like rich shit like this is good stuff, and he had art to the ceiling, and the first question I had was a very Jerry Seinfeld question, where's all the furniture? Oh yeah, that's what do you think they did with all the furniture? Because it was nothing in the room. I was like, but it was a full on apartment. It wasn't a studio. It was an apartment, and my guess was that. It was in the neighbor's apartment. There was just another apartment's worth of furniture in the neighbor's apartment. And you said it was in the rooms. I said it was in another room, like in a bedroom or something. Yeah. And the answer eventually was that it is all out on display, just kind of spread out more. They just didn't have a lot of stuff. Yeah. And like, I think part of the couch was in a bedroom. Part of the couch is in a bedroom. Yeah. 
And they said that they like it like that because they use it as a photo studio, mm-hmm. so they don't want things in the way. Oh my gosh, I can't even imagine. They had the pull-out Murphy bed style that comes out of the wall and everything. Yeah, oh my gosh, so true. <laughs> I so love that. Yeah. I love that. I had one of those in my studio apartment in Denver. Like, if you, it, they had a big enough space to not need it, but if you are in a small studio and you need a living room and a bedroom, one of them has to be put away. Yeah. 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 His photos were awesome. So his name is Joseph. We just keep saying he. Joseph, I don't know his last name, though. Do you? Did you no. ever pick that up? Mm-hmm. Right. I did not. Joseph, if you're hearing this, we're sorry we don't know your last name, but we love your photos. He had these photos. How would you, how would you classify those? I don't know how you would, I don't know how, like, one who is in the art world would classify them, but they were, he's a photographer. Yeah. So they were photographs, but they were of models, and they were very striking. So it was sort of like, hair meets light magic wizardry with a little bit of makeup wizardry, but uh-huh. there were futuristic, a lot of them, and there were um, like hair dyes, hair jewelry, hair pieces. Um, very, very futuristic looking. Yeah, like one of them was like sort of like Matrix vibe, yep. Blade Runner vibe, and then there's like Beauty Queen, like post-apocalypse, I don't know, it yeah. was just all the things. I almost want to call it like metaversal. Mm-hmm. Like it was real, but digital, but not digitized. Like it was very real. It was very cool. Yeah. Like I said, when we left, like I would, I would buy one of those and put it up here. Yeah. I, it's oh. something you could just stare at, like yep. just contemplating. Yeah. Yeah. And the level of detail and resolution. It was like, you could oh see God. the pores, pores of the skin. Yeah. yeah. It was awesome. It was awesome. All right. I want to talk about some of the conversations and the interesting people that we met, but we're going to do that after a little 30 second sponsored ad. Be right back. Okay, so the people. It's always the people. Everything is always interesting in life because of the people. The things you see are neat, but the people are interesting. And we had some interesting conversations as we hung around with everybody here. The one that comes to mind immediately is a man named Giancarlo. Like Juan Carlo, but I believe with a G there in the beginning. Giancarlo, and he worked for Lego. The weird thing here is that that is now the second person I know that works for Lego. <laughs> and I've never heard it until the... So, and you even know him, too. Our, our buddy from Nomad Cruise, po- Palabo. He is the sound engineer for all of the Lego, like, toys, MP3 things that go with them, which is super cool. Giancarlo is, like, director... What was he? He was, like, director of product. He has teams that make these, like crazy projects for lego like about diversity inclusion um goodness i'm I'm really struggling to like remember exactly how he explained it but he's got like several teams and they make lego projects or lego events or lego like almost like marketing campaigns and the structure around them and he geeked out so hard about lego and i was like oh my god i just i feel like i'm a I'm an, I'm an adult having a kid conversation, but it sounds like adults talking. Yeah, yeah. But I'm like, I'm sorry, I just can't get Legos out of my mind right now. This is so cool. Yeah. Like, such a nostalgic brand. And then he even said after that, he said, oh, and before that, I did 12 years with Nickelodeon. I was like, your oh. life is nostalgia. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that was that was one dude. Who, who's someone that stands out to you? Okay, so there was someone named Ron that we met, and he, at some point towards the end of the night, started telling us this story that was so crazy. And admittedly, I'm an early bird, so my brain was like half on, half off. But it really like tried to snap back to full awareness when he started talking. So he, at some point, had... Was it a friend who lived in a house? Yes. An he, apartment. Yep, I know where you're going. Yep, yep. Yep. And in this apartment, I thought I misheard him. He said it was full of 
Mice. Rats. Well, okay, yeah, rats. <laughs> Sounds nicer to say mice. But not on the ground. But not on the ground. There were, like, contraptions hung from the ceiling. Yeah. Like, racetracks or something, or, like, I don't know, like, he that w- they could run around. He was, an, he was an expert at suspending things. Like, his job was that he, like, if you go into a, a theater, he's the one that, like, sets up the 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 racks of the lights and the speakers and he's the one that he he knows how to hang really heavy things so he had hung he said they were trash can lids oh upside, is that what it was upside oh. down and the mice lived on the on trash, the trash can, can lid <laughs> but suspended in air and like chicken wire allowed them to move oh, around the and chicken about wire to okay between okay yes so it was like i don't know like mad max for mice yeah. above ground and there was cats on the ground and there were cats on the ground and didn't he say how many cats did he say I mean, a lot. like 15? I yeah. thought he said like 15 cats. Yeah. First of all, so many questions. One, when the mice poop, where does it go? Where does it go? And he just was like, down. no, yeah, just down. He was like, and I mean, also, isn't it like mouse poop is like serious, like it can yeah. seriously kill you? Like, isn't it like really like highly contaminated? It can be highly contaminated. Okay. And then he was like, no, no, he keeps it super clean. He's vacuuming. He's doing all the things. And then it, also it's really freaking sad because it's like, well, what happens when a, a mouse falls down? That's I just what, imagine this is like the sharks are swirling yeah. below and you're up on the plank. It's yeah, right? walking the plank. Yeah. yeah. And so if, if the mouse were to fall, one of said 15 cats would fix that problem ASAP. They start doing that little paw play thing. Like, yeah, I got you, just, like, but you're just, not going oh anywhere. Oh, my God. It's so gross and disturbing. And, okay, so... And this was Ron's room. What an interesting roommate. Ron was decently level-headed. Yeah, but the story was a little like, what? And he said he's writing a children's book about, about it. About it. Yeah, we can't spoil it. But, like, he said this He True. said this story was, like, going to make it as a children's book. And I was like, please tell me that, like, it's not, you don't talk about mouse death. And he was like, no, no, the mice won't be a part of it. Oh, my goodness. What, a, what, a, what an interesting I know. And he said that guy, do you remember? He said that guy was having all those mice because he was trying to breed yeah. a smarter mouse. That was it. He was. Tr- that was it. He was trying to breed smarter mice. So the whole thing had the scientific approach to it. Just a... But, yeah. but, but you're living in it. It's not like in a lab. It's like your living room with yeah. mice living above you and cats living on the ground. I don't understand the cat part. Why are the cats there? I don't even know. I mean, he... I think he wanted a way to take care of the mice that fell. But, like, to me, it just seems really masochistic. It's kind of like buying mice for a snake, you know? Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, I just don't... Okay. All right, so there was that. That one made an imprint. Okay, the cherry on top. Cherry on top. Very end of the night. I mean, the the timing was truly, like, cherry on top, It It really was. The end of the night, we were some of the people, the last people to leave this party. But prior to that, we met a man... I can't remember his full name, but he was only introduced by himself by his full name. What was his name? It had three parts, I think. Edwin Altamarin? Maybe, yeah. Perez. Edwin Altamarin Perez. Amazing. Great name. I like that he introduced himself by his full name. That was cool. He... He's just in the art scene. He's he's that epitome of art. Dude, he said he he'd been working with George Joseph. Joseph. Yes. Since like the 90s. 
That's what he said. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if that's true or not. We don't know. We don't know. Dude, it's late night. Know. Lots of drinks had been yeah, drunk Yeah, a lot of drinks point. have been drunk, but yeah. But he was into it. He was into it. And, and he's very notable. Like, definitely like a character. You know, like if you, if there are like qualities of someone that you could like take away, some people will become characters because there's so many like yep. distinguishing things. Yep. And he definitely like, you noticed him, right? Like his hair was blonde yep. and long and he had pearls. He had pearls. He loved those pearls. Loved the pearls. To the point where, and I'll tell you what, credit to him. I, I mean, you you immediately notice the pearls. They're like large pearls. Yeah. He talked like a pearl up, necklace. He explained that they were yeah, like a pearl necklace. Mm-hmm. He explained that they were real, which I didn't know. Like, I didn't know the difference between real and fake until I found out that night. And then, yeah. and then he put them on me and took a photo. And I'm not even gonna joke. I look pretty good in pearls as well, <laughs> to be honest with you. <laughs> I'm not even joking. That's I have I have this photo. If anyone would like to see it, just let me know. We will make it the cover image Ooh. of the podcast. So you're yes. looking at it right now. That photo you're looking at, tell me I don't look actually pretty darn good in pearls. <laughs> um, you know what is cool, though? Everyone, everyone has their spot. That's like one of the cool things about like art and fashion and things like that. Like There really are no rules. It's just... What do you like? Who do you want? What do you want to be? You, yeah. get, you get to make yourself. Yeah. If the dude likes pearls, that's awesome. Like yeah. the fact that he likes what he's wearing is the high five in my world. You know what I mean? There's no bashfulness there. He's yeah. Like, I love my pearls. Well, and just everything about him is just so so different, right? It's yeah. like you will remember him. You yeah, met yeah, him, yeah. you will remember him. If you saw him ten years from now, you'd be like, oh my gosh, yeah. I know I met you. Yep. Yeah, very memorable. And you're in the art scene. You're in New York City. I mean, this is pretty cool. We're like we're like right in the center yeah. of. This cool, it's not even like an underground thing. It's just like a very out there thing, but it's cool to like step into it. I don't step into art and fashion worlds often. Like I go to a museum and look at the things on the walls, but that doesn't count. Yeah. Then you go to like a cool Brooklyn apartment with cool, interesting humans that look cool and make really cool decisions like fashion wise and then have interesting stories and you're like, here we are. And like, like I still have a nine to five job and I'm, I just feel like I, I just feel like last night we infiltrated the cool kids group and I had nothing but fun with it. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely, it was a world that I don't know yep. and we totally were right in there. It was freaking awesome. So, so, so let's put a bow on this here. Let's, I think that was, that's the stories. What are we getting into today? We have, we have a few objectives and they're very random in nature. They are gluten-free pastries in the morning. Gluten-free pastries pinball we're gonna go play pinball y'all know i like pinball so we're gonna go to the barcade and play some pinball and then i'm taking you to the hayden planetarium yes which is neil degrasse tyson's planetarium like he's that the director made me so of the excited planetarium. When you told me that. yeah and we're gonna go see the space show which is uh i'm stoked for that honestly so it's gonna be awesome we're gonna have a fantastic day and then see what else we get into yay all right with that being said maybe you'll get a part two of a, you did a fantastic job with this podcast, by the way. I knew, oh, you, I really? knew you would. Oh, thanks, Wade. You've got the yes. voice. You've got the voice for for radio. Woo-hoo. All right. With that being said, we've obviously went over ten minutes, and I do apologize for that. I will talk to you tomorrow. I love you. Say bye. Bye. Bye.